So, a magnificent event oh. on the weekend. Couldn't have happened to a better bloke. Couldn't have happened to a better bloke, and it took its time, like all good things do. But the Gembrook Cockatoo Brookers won the premiership on the weekend, and it was fantastic. And one of the superstars who plays for them is a 275-game legend with the Kang- North Melbourne Kangaroos, yep. and that's Michael Spud Farino. G'day, Spud. G'day, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank yes, you. Thanks for the intro, too. I'll, uh, I'll have to call you guys more often. It's yeah. good confidence. Premier, premiership player now, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I said, it took a little while to come. It wasn't uh, wasn't in the plans. I was hoping to get a bit earlier, but, uh, yeah, it was very sweet, very, uh, very nice moment for... Um, yeah, myself and my family and, and obviously the boys and, and the whole footy club, so it was great. It, it was, it was a great game, but um, I'm tipping you've played footy since, what, Ells Kick or anything, so age of five. And so it's... It, was, it was funny, uh, in the morning I, I popped by mum and dad's house, I said to mum, what year was it I started? So it was 1993, so 29 years of football. Yep, and um, the first flag. My first flag, finally got there, so yeah, we played in three prelims for North Melbourne, unsuccessful, and one VFL prelim for Port Melbourne when we were when our reserves team was Port Melbourne, and, um, and that was it as far as senior football, yeah. And then, so, <laughs> a silly question, I mean, they asked Dangerfield at the end of, on Saturday, uh, but was it, is it worth it, was it all, it, it, was, it feels like it's meant to? Well, I, I really, I desperately wanted one at North Melbourne, like a, a place, um, you know, you've been there for 14 years so it becomes your family and, and that sort of thing but I guess um, it didn't feel like you know my career was unfulfilled or anything like I, I, I sleep solidly at night and I give my absolute all and, and you know I had a um, well so I didn't win the ultimate I had a you know successful career I felt and then I probably would have retired to be honest but I grew up at the general footy club um you know, mum and dad lived, you know, 150 metres from the ground, so, like, I was there from dusk to dawn pretty much as a kid, and then, um, yeah, I played with my nephew, Aaron, as well, so, um, and still lots of friends involved there, so to do it at Jembrook was, was definitely special, it wasn't just a matter of sort of playing in one at any old club, it was, you know, a club I grew up at, you know, love, and, the, yeah, there's a bit of, uh, well, said blue and white in my veins, there's also uh, a fair bit of green in there, too, so, um, yeah, it was really special. Now, Spud, we uh, we have heard a little bit about the game, uh, and I have heard from somebody, namely yourself, that you might have been a bit stiff. Yes. <laughs> Winning the BAG. Yes, was, right? we had, well, I, I tried calling the War Alley Police after the game, and there's been a robbery. Josh Tilly won the, won the award. It was certainly very good. He had, uh, I think he had 33 or 34 touches, and it was super for us, but... Um, you kicked yeah, a lazy uh, four, though, didn't you? I, I kicked four, yeah. I actually missed one late in the game. It would have been five. I think five goals. Yeah, yeah that wins almost, it. Uh, almost wins it, but uh, I put it on the full, so I didn't even get close at the end. But uh, they were pretty tired old backs by the end, that's for sure. I was just going to say, how are you feeling sort of through the game? Um, and is it like... Did you play it as your last, or you still going to... Um, I did. I did play I left it all out there, that's for sure, yeah. Um I desperately wanted to win but uh, oh yeah I guess leading into the whole season I think I played 16 games in the end including but I played the three finals all in a row so I'd play like two or three games and then have a week off and, um, and sort of manage my body that way um, but uh, just maybe the footy gods are on my side actually coming to the game um, feeling really good um, and like towards the end of the season 
if we had a game wrapped up by three-quarter time, I'd sort of come off the ground either at three-quarter time early in the last. So we sort of managed the, the legs pretty well. And um, But, yeah, coming to the grand final, I felt really good. And um, I definitely had a crack. I'm not, I'm not too sure what I'm going to do, to be honest. I still love the game. I wish I was 25 years old. But, unfortunately, uh, I'm 38, turning 39 in a couple of months. And, uh, yeah, it doesn't get any easier. But, uh, yeah, we'll just see how things go, I guess. Well, the Brookers have the Veterans uh, League, don't they? So, are you, are you thinking about playing them? Because uh, I was thinking, sometimes I was thinking that's about harder, playing them. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Sometimes the veterans is... is, is we might uh, play games together. And yeah, well, it's only 30, over 35s for the veterans, so yes. they've been into me for about four years now trying to get me there. <laughs> yeah. um, so and I have promised a few of them that I will play there, so uh, oh. yeah, I'm sure I'll, uh, I'll play a couple games with the vets at some stage. Um, maybe next year, maybe, uh, maybe the year after, but yeah, we'll just see how we go. Like I said, I still really love it. It's a really... It's a great group of... Um, they're kids because they're all sort of 20 or 21 or 22 um, apart from a, from a couple who are sort of late 20s or early 30s and then um, and then myself which is which is the old fossil but um, yeah they're a great group of boys hopefully they can stay together and, and have a bit more success and just the uh, celebrations how have, yeah. how have they gone yeah they were huge they were pretty big actually we uh Friday night we all everyone was back at the club and we pretty much some of the boys didn't leave there for three or four days um, I'm fortunate enough I'm a dad at just 150 metres down so I, uh, I ducked home for uh, a little bit of uh, a sleep at, at a few different stages and a shower and everything so I uh, I got through okay but it's pretty hard when you're 38 and you yeah. uh, haven't got as much energy as the 20 year olds but uh no, it was really fun. We had a great time. We uh, back there watched the AFL Grand Final on Saturday, um, and then Sunday we had our um, silly Sunday. So everyone dressed up and, and did that sort of thing, and then, um, and then just a few quieter beers that the locals which opened up for us a little pub in Jebrook on the Monday. So oh, nice. yeah, it was a big uh, a big few days of festivities. And actually, I've got two little boys, so um, fortunate enough or unfortunate, their birthdays landed on Friday and Monday. So. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so in between all that, I had to duck home and open a few presents and uh, do the family thing at home. Well, you've done well, mate. What did you uh, make of the grand final? I, for, for me, even though the score was blown out, I actually really enjoyed the game and watching Geelong play that way. How did, how did you see yeah. it? Yeah, oh, the Cats were just super impressive. They, they were on and... Um, I know they've been successful for a long, long time, but sort of a few times fallen away sort of later in the year. But this was a different Geelong. Like, they seem to manage their older players really well. And, um, they were just faultless, really, throughout the whole season. Yeah, they were super impressive. Yeah, we all like to see a close grand final, I guess, but you, you kind of have to sit back and applaud how they've gone about it. Joel Selwood retires today, which... You know, one of the best of all time, pretty much, um, champion of the game, and a great way to go out as uh, you know, an AFL captain and a premiership winning one. Yeah, well, no, it was super. Did you played against Joel. Um, just did you? Mean, I mean, I've heard um, Josh Jenkins on the radio this week saying that uh, when he was in Adelaide, didn't really like playing against Joel Selwood, and then he went to the Cats and loved him. <laughs> was he? I'm obviously a super competitor. What was he like uh, being on the field with? Yeah, he's, he's well. I guess it's one of those things. I guess you you don't really want to be liked by the opposition, but you want to be respected. And I guess he's one of those guys, just because he's so hard, he's so fierce, and he does everything he can for his team. So, yeah, certainly um, respected. And um, you know, Joel probably saw the same thing about me. He's like, oh, I don't know about this bloke because we are just sort of 
competitors and, and you, you leave it you're all out there but Joel was more than a competitor like he, he was an absolute bona fide star sort of thing so um, yeah he had it all um, no wonder they'll rap to it to have him and uh, yeah it was a I don't know what his win-loss record was no. at the end of his career but I'm sure it must have been 60 or 70 percent of the games he, he yeah. won because uh Probably the first half of his career barely dropped a game. Yes, no, it was, it was ridiculous. Um, now the Kangaroos have had an interesting year. Your former, your former team um, didn't quite set the world on fire, and um, well, they end up getting Clarko as their coach. But uh, we'll just have to wait to see what uh, happens with him. But uh, what was your? What, I mean, what did you make of their season? Um, yeah, disappointing. Yeah, disappointing, and. Um, I guess, um, yeah, it looked like the you know just just watching from afar. I've got two little boys and, and take them to the footy a bit. And they're only sort of um, six and nine years old, but it's pretty hard to keep them interested. And even the boys, they, they didn't quite look themselves. They looked a bit disinterested, and they were just went in the hunting game. So yeah, it was a disappointing year. Obviously, change of coach and and all that sort of thing. And, and we did see a little bit of a spark, a bit of uplift then, but. Um, they've certainly got enough quality on their list. I know it's hard to see it sometimes when the, when you're losing and everyone thinks that's a rubbish list. Or, but I think that's a bit untrue. That there's certainly enough talent there, and um, there's there's enough sort of top end picks and, and that sort of thing. So for Clarko, hopefully, or whoever the new coach is, I'm not mm. too sure what's going on there. There's certainly a bit to work for, but yeah, they just sort of need to get on the same page and. Um, and yeah, they'll be okay. It's never as uh, bad as it seems, and it's never as good as it seems. And I think in this case, yeah, it's, it's not exactly doom and gloom, but um, certainly a tough year for us. Yeah, yeah. It's only only ways up for us, mate. We'll be right. Yeah, that's right. Can't, <laughs> can't get any worse. So uh, that's that's true. Um, and now, also news this week coming out um, is the former coach Brad Scott. He uh, looks like he's going to be interviewed for the Essendon job. Um, I'm not too sure if you've buried the hatchet with the whole exit with the kangaroos thing, but uh, uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, no, he's. Uh, I, I think he'd be a fantastic um, acquisition. Like he's, um, and yeah, there's never any bad feelings between me and Brad. Even, even though we, I thought I still had three or four more years left in me. Uh, <laughs> Clearly, you did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jim Brook. Um, but um, nah, that's uh, yeah. He'd be great. I think he was a super coach. Um, and I think going to an Essendon, a, a big club, would would appeal to him. Um, you know, there, there's unlimited resources and, and sort of everything there. And um, and look, and there's another list that's um, it's got certain, like they probably you know maybe overperformed you know this last season and, and underperformed this season. So um, there's certainly enough talent you know on their list to to work with. That's for sure. So no, I think he'd be super. He's a really good coach. He's excellent. So. Um, and like anything, I guess, um, second time around, as we've seen from, you know, Lossie and um, and a lot of coaches, that you, you kind of learn from your experiences or mistakes or that sort of thing, and, um, and you come back better. So um, he was a great coach to start with, and I think he'll even improve um, on what he's done. So if they can get him, yeah, it's a great get. Maybe the Kangaroos might have to jump back and uh, get him back. But, um, but, yeah, no, he'll be great for them if that's what he wants to do. Um, just, just on coaches. I mean, as a as a elite player, we've got Craig Bellamy coming on later, and we all know that he's a, a great coach. And we've asked around, and it's it's his connection with people that makes him that great. Is that sort of the similar in in the AFL? Is that something that sort of a, a Brad Scott has? 
I think that's that's the way um, that's the way it goes. That's what that's what you need. Um, but I had a great connection with Brad. I guess now it's it's difficult. Um, you've got you know forty odd blokes on your list, and you manage and. 25, you know, 30 staff with your, your footy department and then your, your strength and conditioning and your medical staff and there's a lot of people who want your time um, I guess um, and you need everyone on the same page so um, you need somebody really strong with their relationships and their communication and that sort of thing so um, it's a tough job um, but yeah I guess that's what you need, everybody you know, wants to feel loved and, and valued and that sort of thing um, and it's important I guess you get around and you know, just a, a basic need. I think that you know everyone wants and um, and that sort of thing. So yeah, I guess that's the challenges as a as a head coach, and, and especially AFL football. I'm not too sure how many they have on their list for the NRL, or but there's such a big wide range of staff, let alone your know, playing list as well. So it's certainly a challenge, and it's probably almost unique. Oh, I know in the NFL, there's a, there's a lot of players on their list and rosters too. So it's probably similar to a similar size to that. Right, yeah, no, well, that, that's it. Now, all, we're all relationships-based, and I'm sure that's happened at the, the Brookers as well this year with the, the coach getting around everyone. Yeah, yeah, it certainly has. Well, it, it's hit the nail on the head there. We've had some really good things. I know um, Brad Collar, who's our coach, he, uh, and I've seen a few AFL clubs do it. He's might have pitched that we had, like, a father-son day and, and all the dads come in and before the game and lined up for us to run out the ground and uh, went up on the balcony had a special barbecue and yeah it certainly brings the, the group closer together and I think any successful side uh, that has you know um, success um, they just enjoy their time spending mm. time there and they, they want to come to training they want to be at the club and they, they enjoy each other's um, company so um yeah, or any successful organisation. Um, it's people having fun and, and enjoying each other's company. So, yeah, we've certainly done that this year. It's been a really fun year. Um, we've had a ball. I think you're going around again, mate. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hoping <laughs> you do. It's pretty hard to walk away. After, it is. Um, it's very hard. You've had that sort of success. But, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see how we go. <laughs> very good. Hey, Spud, we might leave it there, mate. But um, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations on your, your premiership. It's an outstanding achievement uh, for years of hard work that you've done. And uh, congratulations, mate. No worries. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Legend. <laughs> Good job, mate. <laughs> Michael Spud Perito, North Melbourne champion, and now Jim Brook, Cockatoo Premiership player.